Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Joycast. Uh, it's me and Ivan again, as always. I mean, who else would be? I mean, sometimes Cedar and Freddy are here, but you know, it's always us two. Uh, only really a quick episode today, I would say. Is that right, Ivan? We got we uh, got a quickie because, like I said, the yeah. triumvirate is still off. Like you basically, see, we treated Chainsaw Man for mm, My Hero Academia this week. Otherwise, I think I mean, there's no like, there's no. Big anime, or I shouldn't say big. I mean, the the, the spring anime season's coming, but mm. there is there hasn't really been like any huge news, anything big to talk about. But on the personal front, we've oh. got some things coming out, like on the Joyride and another episode of um these. Basically, the um the week you guys are hearing this, another episode of these backwards echoes is going to be coming out on the Joyride Ooh, nice. channel and our podcast platform. So stay tuned for that. That's very exciting. On top of that, something we promised back in January that we're finally showing is our limited edition t-shirts. We're doing one celebrating these backwards echoes. And um, that will be available the same time the episode comes out this Friday. Uh, and it will be available from April 1st through uh, is today, the end of not May. Friday? So May 31st. Do you mean next Friday? Next Friday. Well, I mean, when people... Uh, are, you're, spe you're, you're, speaking, yeah. you're speaking from the... From the uh, 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 Future. Yeah, well, because this episode, the episode will be gonna go listened up on to on Monday. the twenty seventh. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely. And these backwards right. echoes will come out on the thirty first of March. Of course, of course. I I always forget that aspect. Yep. Yeah. And so then we'll soft release the T-shirt, even though its actual availability will be April first through um, May thirty first. Mm -hmm. So uh, it'll be two, it'll be a two month limited opening, and then we will hide the T-shirts, and you won't be able to get them. They're they're limited edition. So that, that's how we're doing these t-shirts now. And uh, it's very exciting. Um, the links to that will always be available. And any video, even these podcasts, we always have a link to our Teespring store. So you can just look them up there. And um, and if not, even on our YouTube videos, there's a, there's a, a uh, we have our uh, Teespring, we have a Teespring tab on most videos. If you have Adblock, I don't think you can see it. But if you're going vanilla like everyone else, you should see like a list of our merch because we have the Joyrider shirt, the the dope President Scott shirt, you know? Oh, but yeah. we'll be adding a These Backwards Echo shirt, and so that's really exciting. So that will be with the release of the second episode, which is also a great episode. Stina has just been killing it with this series. We're, we're, we're real excited, but Val, something you've been a part of for a very long time that's just been in the works is finally coming out yes, in yes, a couple yes. days from the time of this recording. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, finally, after three years of solid production and amazing work from so many artists, compositors, voice actors, sound engineers, just all kinds. Lackadaisy Cats, the animated short film, uh, is coming out on the 29th of this month. And obviously I am very excited for that. Do I have like a massive part in it? Mm, kind of actually, I, I actually voice a mm, kind of main character in it called uh, Dorian Zib Zibowski. Uh, from the quite well-renowned webcomic Lackadaisy Cats. So please do go check this out uh, on the 29th. You can go see it on Tracy Butler's channel or Lackadaisy Cats. I'm sure if you just type it in, you will be able to find it. It's super exciting to see it finally come to fruition. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing a personal screening 
of it for casting crew members as it is now. So uh, yeah, I, you I, with the party screening. I heard it from you, and I've, I follow a lot of people who are on this production, mm. and they are all raving about it. They're like, yeah, I mean, like there's a bias because you're in it. But of they're course. like, this is a step up for indie it, animation, it, and that's it, that's incredible. It really is. It's it's gonna be. I'm glad it all great. worked out. It's because these things go on for so long. You're like, are they actually gonna do it? How's oh, yeah, it actually gonna be when it finally comes out? And it finally comes out. And mm. no, I've heard nothing but great things. I cannot wait to see this premiere. It's gonna be on YouTube. It'll be premiering uh, it, Wednesday. The 29th the, of March. The other thing as well is that indie animation, it's like, you know, for, for a lot of people, uh, it, it can be nerve-wracking, honestly. Uh, just, like, putting a project out there, like, with full animation teams and everything. It rarely works out. It rarely yeah. works out. But it, this is one of those cases where I genuinely believe uh, this is gonna do fantastic, to be honest. It feels it's got special. A, it, it's always felt special. It always felt like it really had a lot of potential. It does. And, and now I, I that would, it's finally coming out and you're seeing it at the level that it is, it's like, wow, this is I, really going to be fucking spectacular. I would really highly recommend people go out and check out the webcomic as well because it is one of the most high-quality webcomics I have ever seen. I have been reading Lackadaisy Cat since I was in high school, about uh, year nine at least, so we're talking like about 2009, maybe uh, 2008-ish or something. Um, and Tracy is at heart, like she, she makes a comic, but she is an illustrator. She is like, you know, does so many, like each panel when you read it is just dripping with personality and honestly just stunning beauty. It is amazing. One of the absolute best comics I've ever read. Uh, fantastic writer as well i would really recommend uh before the film comes out check out the webcomic it's a bloody ride just go do that it's gonna be sick and we've got a solid cast as well i was so freaking hyped to hear everyone in that film finally it was so good ivan i like i had my heart in my mouth at certain bits like it's intense it's funny it's cool it's the whole fucking package and like i as you Ivan can vouch for me. I am highly critical of anything that I am in. I'm critical of things that you write. I'm critical of anything, really. Especially I'm especially critical of myself. So, like, swear to God, this is the shit. And I am so proud to be a part of this project. Please check it out. Please support it. It's 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 really it's really cool. So mm -hmm. on the other side of things, I mean, uh Back to business as usual, and how we just kind of approach this show. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think I think maybe next week or the following week we'll finally start doing a preview of the spring anime season. No. Oh. Because um, there's some very interesting shows coming up. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be a, a not as stacked as we're used to seeing stacked, but still a pretty. Stacked. What are you looking forward to exactly? Like, if, if anything, like, what what's the first thing that like comes to mind at least? If, if you can name something, I'm gonna or say. Is, let me pull up the list real quick. Hmm. Um, just at the top of my head, I mean, there's a new season of Doctor Stone. Oh yeah, okay. I know you're not I, that into I, the I anime. I assume they're going. Oh, they're going to be doing the Treasure Island arc. Um, there's a new season of Demon Slayer. You know, the the sweeping, you know, Crunchyroll Anime Award winner. Hmm. <laughs> Still good, like all the bitching that we do. It's it's still good. You can't say that. Oh, they're doing a they're doing a Konosuba spinoff. Uh, what? With the Explosion Girl. 
Oh yeah, sorry. I I <laughs> I, I love I got, Konosuba. Oh dude, Konosuba's great. Like it, it's just fun, and it kind yeah. of it didn't revitalize it for sure, but it it's the only slice of life that I'm ever really like. No, I would I want to watch it. Hell, I I I basically watched it twice in a row within like a few months because it was that good. Honestly, I am still shocked Otherwise, at how other quick picks uh there's a second season of um ancient mage's bride it's been a long time but a couple second years. season i'm gonna say i thought it'd be, at least be on the third season by yeah now. but no, it's been a while they took some time i think they may switch to i'm pretty sure cloverworks did season one of ancient magic is there another season of shikimori's not oh wait no i'm looking at the 2022 show listing 2023 yeah i'm, I'm, I'm getting i'm getting up myself but, you know, we haven't really talked about it. No, sorry, um, Witch, Witch did the first season. Oh, 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 of of what? Of Ancient Mage's Bride. That's why it's so uh, fucking good. That, and now Kafka, Studio Kafka's doing it. How are they're a pretty young studio, studio but they should be fine. I know people are excited for Marshall, and I, I yeah. have never had an interest in Marshall. I've personally. never been interested. I, I, I it's know good people who like it. I know people who like it, but to me, Marshall has always just looked like, well, it's taken from the One Punch Man formula, essentially. Yes. Otherwise, uh, then the other big Harry one before Potter. we move on. Like, I want to have yeah. more detail talk next week, but mm. Ranking of I might Kings is I getting... will check out Marshall. I will check out Ranking Marshall. Ranking of Kings is getting an OVA series. Yes! Yes, it is, and Wit's doing it. I can't it. believe it. Wit's doing it, too, which is good to know, because, like... Oh, yeah, well, they're ranking, with it. Ranking of Kings is their baby. At this point, like it is their new son, Attack on Titan. I, I hope it is because again, like Wit makes a lot of good anime, and then they pass it off. Vinland Saga, Ancient Mage's Bride. It's nice to know that Mappa isn't doing Ranking of Kings. You know, it's it, it's good. It all is right with the world. Well, Mappa didn't like fucking swoop down like Kamek in uh, Yoshi's Island and steal Ranking Kings from Wit. Right. I, I, I completely fucking agree. Y but you, you know, know what? <laughs> if, there, if there is something worth, like I said, we'll we'll hold off on this detail. At the talk. mention of Yoshi's story, by the way, or whatever, or uh, Yoshi's Island. Did you know when I was a kid and I was playing Yoshi's Island like in the dark of night, like with my Game Boy Advance SP, yep. that bit where Kamek yep, steals the baby, I that shit fucked me up when I was a kid. I genuinely thought that setup was terrifying. <laughs> even what with the, like, even with the, like, mobile, like, baby music playing, I was like, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, it's one of my all-time, Yoshi's Island is one of my all-time favorite video games. We should I'm stream not a video it. game guy, that's probably one of, if not the, my favorite video game. Like, that's let's, the first game I think I 100%ed. Let's fucking stream it sometime, then. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should. We really I'm, should. I'm, we should, man. Okay. Uh, as, but, oh, no, but no, but I think this is interesting. If we do have a discussion this week, because we brought off very, very mildly at the end of last week, and it's effective. Because oh. you said a lot of these shonen are ending very early. The ones that that do succeed and avoid the axe, mm -hmm. they still don't last long. No, like uh, uh, As the Stone. years go, give it another couple of years, that, that shonen jump to anime pipeline is going mm -hmm. to get a little bit gunked up because like i said they're making mashal uh, undead on luck very soon kaiju number eight jump plus manga will still people do are Maybe really worried funnel. people are worried about kaiju number eight have you seen the character uh for it looks it? a little rough but that's just it does art. It, it doesn't look like doesn't look the character right. though it doesn't yeah. look like the main character like his human form yeah. it really does not look like him 
Yeah, something's a little off, but I'm willing to give it more time because it's still think, very early in development. I feel like it might have been an executive decision on the anime side to kind of make the main character look younger because he is supposed to be like a burnt out 30 year old or something. Yeah, more marketable. I, I could see, I could see. I mean, that we were on the Discord chat, we were talking about Radiant, how that is such a relatively darker series. It's a French manga. I've never uh, been able to get like into it. I know you really like it. I, I love uh, it. Our Joy Boy audience on Discord loves it. I um, was really excited the, for Radiant because I like stuff like Wakfu. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that. And it, But the way it was um, adapted into anime, they babified it. They're like, uh -oh. oh, this might not be as accessible in Japan. Uh, we better make it a, just a young little children's anime instead. Has and, the anime And, and it's very disappointing. Axed. Has the anime been, like, officially axed? Like, is it cancelled or, like, I haven't you know, heard shit. I think it got, cause... like, three short seasons, and then they just, like, it kind of fizzled. Yeah. Because, again, cause... they didn't adapt it right. If they'd done it the right way, they it would, basically, if they took it the risk of adapting it faithfully, Apparently it the story lasted. has ended. Oh, wait, no. No, the manga is still ongoing. Yeah, the the anime stopped going. in 2020 with 42 episodes. Yeah, so probably, so probably like they were going to try to do it, but then like, you know, COVID productions probably fucked it over. Like, eh, wasn't worth coming back to. But the fact that they babified it, there was no one really fucking passionate to keep it going. Hmm. And that's just, that's how, and that's just how it is. But like I said, going back on topic, it's like with Kaiju number eight, like some, again, it's... They, it's the risks and them trying to do something to make it more marketable. And that might hurt it in the long run. Would be very unfortunate. But again, like this this but this jump to anime pipeline where, like I said, Mashal's not that long. It's already ended or about to end. Mm hmm So like these like these you're not gonna get your black clovers and your my hero academias anymore. Cause they don't last that long anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 is it like, um, I mean, Boruto is going on break. We don't know when the we're anime getting Dragon is, Ball yeah, Super. Like, that, 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 that old classic ongoing anime, even when it was played seasonally, like My Academia, that just does not exist anymore. I'm just gonna I say, think, Boruto... I, think, I think Jujutsu Kaisen is the last. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is the last of a, of an era. I think that Boruto, just anime-wise, just the Naruto franchise in terms of anime needed to fucking stop. Honestly, because they just had... They needed to stop, like, years they, ago. They really did. Like, honestly, when Boruto... First, do you remember when Boruto came out, anime-wise? Yeah. It was, like, 2017. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like forever ago. Yeah, it does. It feels like it's My Hero Academia was just starting when Boruto I think, was. I, exactly. It's uh, insane. Like It's, it's uh, crazy. It already has A generation 200... Graduating. Uh, it already has 292 episodes in the anime, and it's all fucking filler. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's garbage. Like, I get it. Uh, I believe the studio is Periot. I understand that Periot were probably like, no, Naruto is like our only big fucking, like, you know, kicker at this stage. Like, we have to keep it going as long as we can, but... It, like, I know so many people who fucking hate Boruto. I think the other thing that they've got going is Kingdom. But I don't hear anyone talk about Kingdom, except for the odd person who's like, oh, Kingdom was fucking amazing. It's like a young man's berserk or something. I have no freaking clue. And plus, uh, Periot kind of dropped the ball with stuff like Tokyo Ghoul, if you remember. Like, I have never known a fandom that was, like, as badly fucked 
as Tokyo Ghoul, except for maybe Promise Neverland. Well, they did, did a little bit of Korra and people got pissed at them. Like, Studio Pure, I feel really bad for them because they're not bad. No, they're it's not just, bad. I it's know just they did they, like what the... They specialize, they specialize in a very thankless part of anime production that people just generally do not care for. Businesses mm. love them. And I'm sure that's all Periot fucking cares to uh, impress. Mm. But in terms of an art form, in terms of an artful, loving audience, they, they're fucking despised. <laughs> It's uh, are, didn't they they the new, are they heading the new Black Clover movie? Uh, movies, movies, movie, anime, films. Yeah, Black Clover, Sword of the Wizard King. Yeah, they are. They're doing that movie for Netflix. Yeah. You know, Godspeed to them. And apparently, because, they because do there's, the... a, there's a new standard for anime movies, and I uh, I hope these other studios can catch up because Bones, Bones, and UFO Table have really, uh, really stepped it up. And apparently they do the Osomatsu stuff, which I, I've never been interested in Osomatsu. I was surprised when Osomatsu, like, kicked off as hard as it did. Do you remember that? I do not. Yeah, no, people fucking loved Osomatsu. I think Naomi was a big fan of Osomatsu at one point, actually. Is that I the remember. one with the brothers? Yeah, the one where it's like... A, a... Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, that was like a big fresh reboot of a, like, a classic What is series. the word for like five siblings? I, I think it's like... Because I think there's like five of them. It might be septuplets. Wait, there's one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's the one about the septuplets. And they yes, all just... Yes, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, they, they, they fucking... Uh... <laughs> it's basically just they've all been like... They woke diced up them. into. <laughs> <laughs> they wokeify them. What? I don't know. Because obviously around. I've never watched it. Now, does every time they, like, reboot a design of Schuler, the voice of a bridge zapper in our My Hero Bridge series, like, he calls, he calls Super Broly Woke Broly. <laughs> <laughs> He's not being serious, but it's just, it's just so funny. Um, what, what else is on the list, though? I'm looking real quick. Uh, there's new season of Gundam freaking uh, Witch from uh, Mercury, yeah. which I which, know people... Which I like how we're on the wrong side of history on this. Like, everyone loves this fucking series, and I'm so yeah. mad. I'm so <laughs> upset because I don't want to be that guy. I mean, basically... I, I would like I, to enjoy a Gundam that everyone's actually enjoying. Well... You like Iron Blooded Orphans, and a lot of people. Mm, actually, no, I I think no, Iron see, Blooded Orphans is a bit divided. Most people don't like Iron Blooded Orphans, but when people start listing their all time favorite anime, as it tends to trend sometimes, you always see Iron Blooded Orphans on. It's the only time you ever hear people talk about Iron Blooded Orphans when yeah. the people are like, my personal all time favorite anime series. It's Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, yeah, because it was such a good fucking concept. It didn't end well, but you can't, no one can take that first season away from us. Hmm. Um, but I I know that Witch from Mercury ended on a pretty dark note where basically Redhead yes. Girl like just murders a bunch of people for the Whitehead Girl and she's like, come on, let's go. And, like nothing's wrong. And it's like, what's wrong with you? You've just killed a bunch of people who are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just go. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, she's trying to do it. Like I, I just, I really didn't really see the appeal i i gave it a few right. episodes too That's and fine. i was before just before we like, move whatever. on to our usual like manga talk uh mm. that which should also be interesting to mention is that bones a couple of weeks ago announced that they were working on a new original anime oh. and people got really excited like what is it gonna be it's called metallic rogue metallic and it completely it completely looks like they just looked at cyberpunk edge runners and went yeah we want a piece of that i'm sending anime. you an image right now val Oh, okay, thank you. In, in, in their own words, it's a tech-noir sci-fi. <laughs> so it's synthetic mm. humans fight for their survival. It it just, it seems like 
they're just they just want it they want their this looks like a post-apocalyptic version of cyberpunk edge runners like you can see hmm. you got your desert in the background yeah it'll be worth a watch you know because yeah, bones, bones is good bones is good let's see them kill it they are they are good they, they, they have a long time before we get any more intel so like this is like a blink of the moment we'll forget we even mention it about a year from now more than likely yeah Honestly, it, was worth, I just, it was worth mentioning because we I'm, like bones. I'm more excited because like I, I know it's been a while. I think we talked about it, but like Pluto finally got something like a while Pluto ago. Pluto finally got a chat, got a trailer and a fucking announcement for this year. Yeah, and it's probably be fucking if it's not if they didn't already say Netflix. Is it gonna be Netflix? I think so. That fucking blows, but you know, it, yeah, it and Netflix, yeah, Netflix bought the fuck out of it. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, what I would else are you gonna do when your fucking production's failing? You sell to Netflix. I would, I would be. They announced pretty... this shit in 2017, right? <sighs> no, it was 2019, I think. God, it's been forever. It's been. Well, I mean, you gotta remember I want that it's so bad. It's it's the post-COVID stuff. It just makes time feel like so much longer than it yeah. really is. Oh my gosh, it says coming 2023, so I assume this fall. Like, honestly, the worst thing that could have happened at, like, the start of a new fucking, like, uh, decade is, like, a mass pandemic, essentially. It really Basically. is. It, it just makes you kind of go, oh, 2019, that was so fucking long ago. No, it fucking wasn't. I mean, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. But, uh, should we get onto the manga, though? Because One Piece? The manga. One Piece, okay. <laughs> I like how One Piece, we, we're getting so tepid on One Piece right now. Okay, it's One Piece. It's such a shame. We it can only is. ride that post Wano High for so long. I know. So, well, we're going to talk about One Piece first, I think, actually, because I want to, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, first off, we basically get the explanation of how York's plan went about. She essentially took all of the uh, Seraphims aside, uh, gave them the deets, was like, look, everything's going to shit here. Um, everyone's gonna die, and they want to kill, uh, Vegapunk, and that includes me or something, so I want you guys to do some shenanigans, you can just run amok, do whatever, S-Snake, I need you to freeze me, and then, when no one's looking, I need you to unfreeze me, so that I can do my big We're reveal. We're just seeing the setup, like, like, we need to see the setup, okay, fucking- And you know what, One you know what, wait a second. not fucking Attack on Titan, alright? No, we it is not. We don't need this kind of detail, like, oh, how did it all go down? Like, it's not much of a head-scratcher how she fake, clearly faked. Well, I mean, I kind of wanted this because this actually changes the context of things. I thought that this whole thing would have been something that the character planned a while ago, but now with the new context and new information, that this is a very sudden decision that York has yeah. made due to the situation they're in to save her ass right on the spot. This is way better because the whole time I've been sat here thinking... If any of these fucking Vegapunks have been thinking about betraying anyone for like a while, then they all know yeah, about it. It's, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. So this, we can see, was a bit of improv. Yeah, so this is... This... I, I knew that he'd do something to like, you know, give us context as to why things were going on the way they it's would. It's more palatable but like, than it was before. It really is. Reveal. Just the fact that it's a sudden decision. That's all we needed. Um... Everyone's boarding the ship to escape because the government's going to come and do O'Hara again, as we know. Um, but on the horizon, we see who's shown up. Who the fuck is calling me? 
Who's calling you? What's out them right now? My my, my fucking friend Jack. <laughs> Jack. Podcasting be done later. <laughs> Animator Jack. Okay. No, no, no. Different Jack. Friend Jack. Pers hey, he's uh, like, you're talking about JoJo's now, right? <laughs> rock, 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 rock star Jack. My my rock star friend Jack. Um. Anyway, on the horizon, can't believe they interrupted me just as like, who shows up on Egghead Island or on the outskirts of Egghead Island, which I've been wanting actually, but, but fucking Blackbeard. Holy fucking shit. So, already, I'm excited. Ivan, you've been so right all this time. This is all just fucking preamble for probably some amazing shit that is going to go down because this will be the Something first time. I'm so, as tepid as you are right now. Something big is about to fucking happen. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fucking huge. I can't. We're about to get that classic moment. I said we feel like we're on the verge of it, and that's the issue right now. Is that we are getting so much teasing and foreplay, like my balls are full to fucking burst right now over One Piece. Like, stop! This is getting. This is just getting painful and unfair now. <laughs> You're absolutely oh, yeah. right. <laughs> it's getting unfair. It really is. And then, suddenly, we cut back to Eustace Kid. Oh, I'm excited. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you fuck? thought we, we thought they were just skip over this. We thought we were going to be after this. It's almost like like Horikoshi, how we joke. Oh, Horikoshi, listen to us. In fact, funnily enough, I swear to God, he did, based on the events of the new My Hero Academia chapter. He heard you, Ivan. He heard you specifically. Um, uh, we we cut to Eustace. He always kids. hears me. He's still on Elbaf. We haven't just immediately cut back to some sort of like, you know, him just like, oh, that fucking red hair. Ugh, ugh, I hate him. Well, He's I, well, but here's, me. here's what I thought was going to go down. I thought we were to cut back to Shanks, who looks a little roughed up. He's like, damn, that kid was tough. And maybe like, kid got a good shot at him, but kid. The kid is just fucking crucified on a day, hill. Lick his wounds. And that's not what fucking happens. No. We see that again. We, we've been a little bit, like, suspicious of Shanks, and now we get a moment where Oda's really trying to get to endear us to him once again. The fact that Shanks- His entire fleet is made of fucking jobbers. If even that. Bunch of jokesters. Like, so Shanks reveals that he has, of all the emperors, I mean, maybe of most pirates even then, he has, his one weakness is he has the lowest tier fleet mm -hmm. out of everyone. He's got fucking nobodies on his fleet. Why? Because he's just a good guy who takes people along, apparently. Like, they, he's like got, to, to protect to protect them, it seems. He's got Puddle Pirates Captain Bullfingers Garotney. <laughs> Social Club Captain Dentures Fuga. And Princess <laughs> of the Bourgeois Pirate Shivering Pururu. Panicky Pupuru. <laughs> <laughs> who all, who all seem on the surface, at least on the surface, all kind of uh, pathetic looking yeah, in I their bet own they ways. Got, I bet they got some cool gimmicks, but yes, they're, they're kind of pathetic. Yeah. And, and so, every... but, but until, until, until we get those gimmicks, because I feel like the gimmicks will bring back the sinister nature that we've been feeling about Shanks. But for now, it seems like Odo wants us to believe that Shanks is a good guy again. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh no, look, he has these jobbers and he just has them just because, well, he can't let them go on their own. He has to protect no. them because he's daddy. Yeah, and they all even admit this. They're even like, oh, man, we're so fucking weak and shit. Oh, we love you, Shanks. But we'll protect you. He's like, guys, don't. Like, you guys fucking suck. No, <laughs> you can't fight my bathroom. And then fucking kid pulls out the fucking scientific railgun here. The, dam the damned punk. Which is... <laughs> the damned I, I, punk. 
Yeah, honestly, um, I, I, I actually, I, it's impossible. I know it's silly, but I almost forgot that he could fucking do that because it everyone seems forgets so what kid can do. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, yeah, like I've just been like, oh, well, everyone's just been like, oh, what's kid gonna do? He's not gonna do jack and shit. And now to he'll Shanks, be forgotten like, because he fires the fucking gun. Well, the he doesn't. He doesn't even. He doesn't. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shanks predicts it. Yeah, we get all these like nice kind of black and white shots. And actually, I really like this future vision style. I don't know. It looks like there was something wrong with the scans or something, but there's this like blurry kind of texture to everything. And there's this one shot I like where it's some guy's head just like bobbing or something. And it looks quite grim the way that they do it, but it, it still looks really fucking cool. Actually, I don't know. I can't tell if it was like a printing error on those pages. Probably not, because everything else yeah, looks crisp but, as fuck. But anyways, but. like Shanks beats the shit out of Kid, and then the Giants from um Little Garden fucking just basically say shit down the fucking middle. They just say, "Uh, you point a fucking gun at our country, get yeah. fucked." We're not showing you yeah, any I mean, mercy. There, what Yusuf's kid did. People, he was. It was. He was about to. He was literally. He was literally about to obliterate the entire fleet. Like Shanks literally sees every ship get taken the fuck yeah. out in He's his like, mind. Like, I like. I like how Oda did this. He was like, "Hey, kid. Um, kid stands. Like, yes, your guy is powerful. It's just Shanks is just stronger. Yeah. And <laughs> so we're gonna kid, show you uh, dude, what whoa, whoa, kid whoa, whoa, whoa. could do. Kid, kid does not have stands. I don't know anyone who's a stan of Eustace Kid. I hear a lot of fucking bickering in the I, discourse. I, I I I have seen nothing but people be like, "Oh, well, kids, kid is gonna die, and no one gives a shit." Well, because we listen to smart people. Because even I agree that kid was gonna fucking die. Exactly. But Oda was still trying to be kind. Because again, mm -hmm. as we said last week, the one the thing that's wrong about One Piece fans is that they love their series too much. At the and same time, there are there are kid stands, and they would be upset if they weren't given this charity by, by Oda, but saying yes, this is what could have happened if, kid if, is if, a, if yeah. we didn't have OP Future Vision, but we it have it, a, and Kid has to go. It is a smart move to basically say yes, this character is a viable threat, but the guy that they're up against is just so much more, He's and that's more what viable could have happened. It's good, yeah, <laughs> precisely. So Shanks basically just absolutely wrecks not only Kid but Killer and the whole crew because they like Kid. Are just like, hey, please no, <laughs> you know that oh, they, imme they immediately fucking I'm just kneel and squeal. One goblet. I do not drop good items. <laughs> They kneel and squeal, and yeah. and then they get fucking wrecked. So the giants split their shit, ship down the middle, and the fucking narrator says, a man worth three billion was completely eradicated. Utterly like, destroyed. And I'm like, there we go. That's that great shit we were waiting for. Like, uh, this it, is that's so the thing. sick. And, it, you know, it reminds me, I, I can't believe I forgot this, but I realize you probably already realize this, but I don't know. I'm I, because I'm rewatching One Piece very slowly. Um, but I realize, um, the Hakoku Sovereignty, I feel like it's giant or something. I don't know if it is the exact same move that Big Mom and Kaido used together. You remember? Because they have, like, the ocean sovereignty attack. It is literally the same thing that Dory and Broggy do. 
It's very similar, but I feel like they did this first on Little Garden. No, they did. They, exactly. When, they when, took when out they, the they giant goldfish. So, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So it's like, is this just a move that like There's two thing that people giants do? do? Maybe. And like, because we don't know what Kaido is. Some people, uh, some people get confused, I feel. I, I'm Kaido's maybe just confused. an adult. Because in yeah. One Piece, when you're an adult, you're just huge. <laughs> yeah, and have tiny legs. But like, I, I was sort of someone, and they were like, well, Kaido's an Oni, isn't he? I'm like, what? Oni isn't a race. That's just like what Kaido considers himself. He is a mythical creature, a beast of a man that fucking sits on his throne off from society doing whatever the fuck he wants. That's just how he like positions himself in society because he doesn't consider himself a human. He is a human. Human, really, but he doesn't consider himself human. He is a monster. That is what he like sets himself as. Um, it's the same thing with Big Mom, you know, because we don't actually know what Big Mom is. Some people like, oh, she's half giant or whatever, and that might be the case. It's it's a weird thing, but it's one of the things that's great about One Piece. You know, you just got questions to ask, and that may never be answered, but you know, we'll see how that goes. So, um, I would now I'll, I'll say this. It's cool. It, this was cool. This act, all, all the action, the effects, and everything. Like you can tell, Oda put like a lot of effort into it. It's really cool. But it's the usual thing where it's just, what does Shanks do? He just slashes things. He just slashes things, and they go down. And I, I get it because like he's a swordsman. He doesn't have like a super interesting power. But it's a little bit not disappointing. But I want more from Shanks. I really want to see more from Shanks because One Piece Film I mean, Red... Shanks is going to be the whole fucking finale, so... Probably. It's, be it, patient, it'll be cool. Man. <sighs> I've been patient long enough. I've already... You I've already, been. I have. I've been with this since I was like... Since I was like nine or something, Ivan. I don't know. Like a long-ass time. God. It's been a but, long time. This was a decent chapter. It's like, like Ivan said, we've been feeling a bit tepid on One Piece, uh, but this this was good. It, it was a nice chapter. Thank the impending Blackbeard on the way to Egghead and that yeah. fucking six shot on Kid and let him have his due before he's gone forever. Yeah, he'll be gone I, forever. He'll show up in the family in, the, in, in quite similar to what he did to uh, in Stampede. To yeah, he'll that. have. But he'll yeah, have that's two probably robot arms. for the most part. That's the end of Kid's story. Exactly, and you know what? Good riddance. Good, yeah, exactly. Good I, riddance. I, I, I'm not a kid, Stan. No, so I'm I don't, not I don't either. Fuck him. I don't. I don't hate kid, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever, kid. Like, I, I once heard that apparently he was gonna be like postured as Luffy's rival or something because he is the most similar to Luffy, apparently. In many well, ways. Obviously, well, obviously, they got a three-way rivalry going. Like, they're the fucking Bakugo and Todoroki to. Lol, Kid and Luffy, yeah. yeah You're not wrong. Like, but... They are, but they're not really. Like, like nah. Law is basically Todoroki, where it's like, I was set up to be a bad guy. And As I'm, you know, my biggest... And now biggest... I'm just a fucking derp. Which, my I, for only Todoroki's issue, case, is more interesting. My only issue with Law is that... Law is just wildly inconsistent. He goes from being, yes. like, the I mean, most badass person in the room. inconsistent. He just goes from being the most badass person in the room with one of the most compelling stories and stuff like Dressrosa to then it's just, well, Law, what, why the fuck are you even here? You're not doing anything, to be honest. Just fuck off, please. Don't be here if you're amazing Don't power be is here. not... Be better. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Good chapter, good chapter. I'm feeling more positive about One Piece this week because it's been a tough couple weeks for One Piece. In and my for opinion. you, yeah. For I me, certainly. But My Hero Academia, as I said before, 
Horikoshi is clearly fucking listening to Ivan because last time we discussed My Hero Academia about two weeks ago, I believe, because Horikoshi has been took on a decent break. He, he, he took some time off, but what does he do? He works himself so fucking hard and gives us these uh, oh, really amazing-looking uh, manga this week. Like, I really liked how this all looked, especially in the action shots and the crowds and everything. Uh, there's a bit in the middle where uh, a certain piece of poo came back. Uh, Ivan, how about you take the reins on this one? How do I take with the reins in this one? So, as I said two weeks ago, as I've complained and will continue, well, it's not much of a complaint because I understand, I've conceded to this, hmm. that the end of My Hero Academia is everyone getting in single file line and firing off their big final attack. And this week, it's Ashido's turn to fire her big final attack. And her big final attack is slime that just happens to be the perfect soul ability to fight Gigantamachia. Mm. And the poop monster, who was at the very first chapter. Yeah. And even Yay, the first golf it, it, clap. And, and because they have to, to like confirm, we can't use our eyes, he has to be like, oh, that boy, that time. Why is this so fucking <laughs> that. important? That, like, <laughs> that's, I, I, that's so One Piece dialogue. That, no, that, that's <laughs> just, no, 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 no. That's just Japanese people, dude. It's like, that you is know, Japanese. Because if you're, if you're a novel writer, um, uh, that is like the word, that's the most. That, that is the number one word in novel writing that you're supposed to be cutting from your novel scripts. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's always overplayed, it's overused. Like if you if you ever got a young writer and you like basically if I'm if I'm ever ever editing for people's scripts, um, and like hey, um, is there any dialogue I could cut? I go put that in your finder, and then figure out if that 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 is useful or not, or if it <laughs> is it just is it just there. Did you know? For no reason. For some reason, in the English language, that is overused. It's empty. It's just an empty phoneme that we use to fluff up dialogue, and it doesn't need to be there. <laughs> in the game Guilty Gear, uh, there for is the longest use for time, it, but you'd be surprised how much we overuse it for nothing. For the longest time, there was a character in Guilty Gear. He was posed as the main antagonist in, of the franchise for a really, really long time until recently, like. I think it was back in like 2016 or something when one of the Exard games came out where we actually got his name and he was purely referred to Ivan as that man. <laughs> Which is it cool. would just be like it's like he if literally you're in on that shows writing up. Joke, if yeah. you call someone, if you call your villain that man, like hey, you get a bunch of novel writers like. Well, he, this is the <laughs> same guy. This is coming I don't from like the that same. Word. This is coming from the same franchise where its main protagonist or like you know flagship character is named Sol Bad Guy. <laughs> It's just oh, cool. Yeah. It's just cool as fuck. Like, no, I, my I, favorite I, is in the uh, the Metal Gear, not Metal Gear. I'm sorry, Death Stranding. Oh. Or no, actually, no, actually, you know what? It might, it might be, um, it, it might, might be Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Hot They're both Coleman. Kojima. Hot, Hot Coldman. Hot. I didn't play Death Stranding. I thought it looked kind of poopy. I know that we're I know, not talking about Death Stranding. Let's get back no, to Hot Cold. Hot Coldman is a Metal is a Metal Gear character. Yeah, he yeah. was he was in the he was in the uh, Peace Walker. I didn't play. I played a little bit. I of Peace love Walker. Peace Walker. I, you love Peace? Really? I yep. found Peace Walker really. It's a game because it's just such a game. I found Peace Walker really hard to get into purely because, the, like, yeah, it, it was like I got to because a boss it, and it's it, like it's like a prototype for Metal Gear Solid uh, Five. Kind of. Like, I mean, it's, I it's, like it's, the it's multiplayer the aspect. It's the beginning of that mother base system. I feel like Peace Walker was too much of a game that felt like it needed to be multiplayer. Because I would play that, I would like go up against a tank or something, it'd be like, 
you just needed to pack rocket launchers or something to fight this boss, like purely rocket launchers. And I only packed a single rocket launcher and just did not have the resources to destroy it or something. And I was like, yeah, fuck this game. I hate this. And then I played, um, I played, uh, Snake Eater and just absolutely adored that. And that's like the only Metal Gear Solid game I've beaten all the way through. Right. Great game. Fucking love it. But, um, Back to my hero. So, uh, as you say, Ashido has basically, like, come up yeah. with, like, an acid that can... Uh, well, yeah. the perfect and we see acid. One of, and we see one of the assassins, too, which is interesting. We get another assassin, this guy with the, the, the skull mask and the hose. Yeah, it's and been the one who killed uh, So, again, the corn maze is still the only thing fucking missing right now. I don't think we're gonna... What happened to the traitors? Did the traitors get caught by the invisible girl? The ones who were gonna, like, expose the uh, tunnels or something in UA? Uh, so they got like they kind of got like alpha dogged like basically everyone was being positive and they're like oh no they're all being cool and positive we gotta run away because they're not as vulnerable as we thought in spirit like it was, it was like one of those kind of moments uh okay okay i see what is and, an and, alpha and dog and the presence of shinketsu proves that the tunnels didn't get taken over because they own those tunnels uh, what what is the alpha? What is an alpha dog? What is getting alpha dog? Is it just like being well, intimidated? It's the fact that, like they were like, oh man, we're gonna fucking kill these guys from the inside, and then everyone like kind of stuck up and was like, they, they they weren't falling apart. Like they were kind of insiders. They were mostly just there to gather intel. And the fact of the matter is that no one was broken spirited. Like they thought that this was gonna be an easy job, and they're like, oh, this kind of blows. Mm, okay. So I basically, see. they basically they kneeled and squealed too. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I really like this moment, by the way, where Lady Gigant comes out with Rule. And, yeah, with Rule Chan, who she makes. A, they make a great team. They do, but she because just, she can give her giant. She, she can give Mount Lady giant fucking weapons. It's super cool, but she it's looks like Diva. It's a good she looks like Diva from Overwatch. Who does Rule? If no, you look doesn't. at if you look, she looks like Diva from Overwatch. I saw, I okay, saw yeah, her in the back. Okay, yeah, now I'm seeing it. I saw that and I was like, who the fuck is that? Wait, Diva from Overwatch? I know who she is. She's like Ant-Man, but cooler. But she can't make herself Ant-Man. Well, and right now anything is cooler than that. She's like Ant-Man before Ant-Man became OP. Like, this is this is fucking sick. Well, Ant-Man's always been like, OP. Like, not crazy fucking summon like your bullshit, but just like, what, like, just the, just the, like, remember when just the the standard appeal of making op, uh, objects shrink and grow was enough for people? Yeah, it was because like we're such uh, the fucking gluttons. We need more. Like, why can't honey, why can't a giant wrench just be cool? Why can't that be enough for you? It audience? is cool. It's very cool. Yeah, and, and again, in this moment in this series, it's fucking sick. Honestly, Lady, look, Lady Dugan, I I mention it so much, but she is a character who, though in the background most of the time and not really at the forefront of things, every time she appears, she honestly just gets cooler and you cooler to me. You said Nagan, but you meant to say Mountain Lady. I did mean to say Mountain Lady, didn't Mount, I? Again, we no, we said this that Mountain Lady has gone through more of an arc than I Deku called her Gigant. I told her Gigant, I think. Yeah, oh okay, yeah, that's what you did, which is it could be a name. Um, but yeah, no, but Mount Lady, Lady has gone Gigant? through an arc. Like, she, I think she's oh, developed. I'm thinking of Gigante, the monster. Yeah, Gigante Machia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you That's you crossed your wires. Yeah. But yeah, like, she's gone through an arc. Like, if you told My Academia from Mount Lady's perspective, you would have a hell of a story. You really would. It'd be cool. You really, like, that could be its own spinoff. Well, that's the beauty of My Hero Academia, where honestly, not every character stands out 
as hard as had, some of these books. Had but... I known, had I known that this is the arc she didn't go through, I would have given this character a lot more justice in the Abridged series. I would have. Yeah. Honestly, this is one of those things I did not foresee was this background character who who just is rarely seen, just we're given in small little treats and doses, which is a good thing. But the amount of development compared to the protagonist, almost on par. It's yeah. quite it's quite enjoyable. I, I she's one of my favorites. She's mine too. Like I she's like, really I, I always, step the fuck up. I, I always feel the need to talk about her when she comes up. You do. Like you've been her biggest proponent. Yeah, I, 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 cause I remember, like, I, I remember one of the things I loved about My Hero Academia was the art initially, because, like, this nothing. This is a character who looks... we're introduced to. She's shaking her fucking ass for the camera, and we roll and our fucking eyes. And she has, and it's really clearly shown, like, cause they say through the, the narrator, oh, some people don't be a hero for good reason. And she has this, yeah. like, shadowy, like, dark face and everything. Yeah, She's and got she, this yeah, she, horrible she was, like, the grin. representation of everything that's wrong with hero society. Again, yeah. that promise of the story, and I got so frustrated when we didn't get that story for like 200 fucking chapters. Yeah, literally. And then like, at the very end, we finally get that story. And there she is, developing through it. It's like, God, I'm, I'm gonna it's send always you. been about her. This I'm, this has been Mount Hero Academia this entire time. Like, look at this face. This face that I, I'm sending you right now yes. from the first episode and in the manga yes. is literally like burnt into my mind because of like, you know, everything that it said. It's the immediate thing where it's like, hey, th while this system seems cool and everything, it is not perfect by any means there are people who do not really give a shit about being a hero they just want money they just want like they, they've got their own reasons like anyone does like any character does like any good character yeah like any good character does and now we have her on the front lines fighting with all her fucking strength holding off the actual strongest character in the series i'm gonna use this picture you sent me as the thumbnail for youtube <laughs> fuck it yeah do it use it fuck yeah and like it's just so fucking cool my Hero Academia is one of those series, because some people really do try to put it down. They do. And we, we have been guilty of that at times. We have shat on this at times at when we felt at our most frustrated with it. But it's one of those things where I think Horikoshi has succeeded with some characters in such a spectacular way that it is on that level of, like, One Piece, where it's like, I would love to see more of these characters expanded upon in, like, their own bits of media, snippets. It's just one of those things, and it's really fucking cool. But, uh... Moving on, Gigantamachia. Yeah, we were talking about Mount oh, Lady, but that's not actually who this chapter is really about. No, it, it really isn't. It's about isn't. Ashido. And this is one of the things I really respect about Horikoshi here. Because you know the shippers go fucking wild with her in, um, and uh, Red Riot, Kirishima. Is he, I, and I like how their moment, because he, again, everyone's firing off their last shot. Everyone's trying to have their last moment. And Kirishima and Ashido's last moment is actually him confirming to her not a romance with the fact that you're my hero like i looked up to you i'm here today because you inspired me that's the moment that they have that's the the unquiet the yes. unrequited emotion that they share is is their um admiration for each other this is fucking great this is it's so us. wholesome and awesome I feel I, this like is, I, despite my complaints about this re repetitive, everyone fire your last shot. I'm glad some good shit's finally getting in here. Mm -hmm. No, it's, this it's is nice. really nice. It's interpersonal character relationships. There's some really that's good interpersonal on. shit here. Mm -hmm. It's it's super nice. I like. I think Horikoshi definitely like Horikoshi. Ever since he said 
and we talk about this a lot. I'm going to end it next year, around like you know, early you know, next we year got or something. Ten and, years of my game at this point, and, and he <laughs> he's clearly realized and successfully condensed a lot of this stuff. Like you know, he's mixing people's like you know big moments in, and, and, and it's good because it still works with the theme of that. Hey, uh, you might be a hero, but it's never a solo show. Because take the start of the series where, again, Mount Lady, Kamui Wood, who are now dating, by the way, in the background, which uh, I think some people like overlook, but like it's, it's just a stupid, weird thing. Right, it's just, it's um, just more about, hey, here's how tabloids are going in this universe. Yeah, okay. They, they exist. Now, moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like compared to the start of the series where it shows that there is clearly a, a sense of competitiveness with some heroes, while like the greats, like they might not be like, like, um, I remember I really liked the bit where um the guy who retired with like the headband, the steel headband. Uh, death arms. Yes. Death arms. Like, yeah, that's death the guy arms. you thought would stick out. And they and they did to dedicate a few panels to him, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah. Where they're like, this guy, you you never thought he'd go. And then he fucking went. Like he he would even help capture traitors and afterwards like he just could not cut it. And the fact that Mountain Lady was still there and he wasn't, like that was a huge fucking deal it he's is one of, he's one of the first competent heroes you're introduced to in this series mm-hmm. he, and he the works as a he team could not stick he's it not out. out for glory or anything like that he so was yeah, a, he was a pure one and it, it's it's genuinely sad when it's like and, and yeah, you see goes, how much you're like, how, and it's really that's another cool thing it's cool that like even the big heroes like recognize because i think endeavor's the one who like even talks about him where it's like yeah, I know Death Arms and shit like that. I know of him. He's, like, pretty fucking solid at what he does. Or at least one of them. It's in the discussion. Like, he's jobber whether tier, in the warehouse. but, like, he's the best. Yeah, he's fucking sick. He's the best at what he does. He jobs. Yeah. Um, it's... The manga right now of My Hero Academia, in his final chapters, is just doing a really great job of saying, No Man is an Island... It's a fu- we're all in this yeah. together. We have to fucking work together. I said so- I still got my gripes, but like the fact that My Hero Academia has always been popcorn entertainment, and mm. like I said, this is popping. This this final panel where everyone's throwing their basically we're getting a real time look at like basically what we were seeing for the past couple chapters where everyone was fi- getting in a single fire line and firing their last attack. We're now seeing that this all happened at the exact same time. Like time is now congealing back into the present and we're seeing this is all going off at once mm, it's that's what's happening right now and that's also, pretty cool also gotta call out this uh fucking armpit shot of fucking mount lady oh who got the armpit Ash- shot uh ashido i think wait it's not ashido uh fucking uh mind control lad our boy who's like coming in clutch oh, and saving the fucking, fucking day. Uh, she like, so gonna, I got an armpit shot. She she like slips, she like drops to the ground to like catch this kid. It's really fucking good. And then, the, like you said, that final fucking panel where every, it's it's just showing everyone going at him. Makia is like throwing the mountainside. I guess it's basically like what we saw two weeks ago, and then we saw the um the the Fumikagi. And we saw, and we see Mount Lady coming through the fucking portal now. Like, now we are back in the present. Like, all those individual attacks, it was, it's happening now. Yeah, right and here. it's, and it's a fucking glorious shot. You've got fucking dark it's shadow. Pop- the, the popcorn is popping. 
It really is. You got Ma Mark, you're throwing the mountainside in. Mount Lady's coming in with a giant wrench. It, you've got the wind guy. Uh, s someone down there. I can't. You can't fucking tell who everyone is. But I, you can't see shit. When we get a higher clear scan, like when we get the officials, hopefully we can tell a little bit better. But yeah, like yeah, like I said, I see Fumikage. I see Gigantamaki mm -hmm. with Shinso in the squad. I see Mount Lady. And then um, at the very yeah, end of it, else. you can't you make can out. You can really clearly see uh, all for one. Oh, struggling. I'm sorry. No, no, you can tell. Okay, so the guy underneath one of the dun dun dons, that's um, that's uh, Ina Inasa, the wind guy. Oh no, uh, isn't he? He's like floating to like the Shinketsu. left underneath. He's floating to the left underneath a uh, dark shadow or black yes, shadow. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's the inner side. So we oh, can make a few you said, more you said, un, you said under the don don don. I'm, I don't know who. Yeah, that's who we can't tell. That's yeah. who we can't tell. I know uh, where the fuck's Endeavor in? Is he? Oh yeah, he's being chased by Darby. He's, he's being chased. chased he's by just, he's kneeling, squealing too right now for some oh, reason. It, 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 he's missing I, an arm. Because, you yeah. know, limbs in the absence of consequences. True. It, it, it's it's fun. Uh, yeah, I remember when My Hero Academia was like, you know, oh, every scar means something in My Hero Academia. To, like, I remember that, too. They made such a big deal about scars. They and did. Fucking, fucking Mirko's a quadruple amputee right now, and no one gives a <laughs> fuck. No, they really... Well, he couldn't... I think... It's been I, too normalized. I genuinely think Miyako is a character that should have been killed, to Meanwhile, be honest. Meanwhile, fucking Mountain Lady has, like, one little, like, little fate, like, little surgical st scar over her fucking eyebrow, and that's treated like a big deal because of marriage in Japan. Like... <laughs> 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 this, um, this, the standard of scars in this series is out of the fucking roof. I rewatched Two Heroes the other night and um, watching Melissa throw a big deal because she got a fucking little boo-boo on her elbow with such a huge fucking... It was like the last draw for her father because now her chances of getting married are fucking tarnished. <laughs> but, um, and in the very the last... series is whacked. In the very last panel, we get some choppers uh, in the distance. I don't know news, what that could be. News team it, assemble. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's going to be we like, gotta, you know, We got to get the news team. They shouldn't be there. True. And I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Overwhelmed's going to kind of prey upon their need to save people. Like, oh, no, I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm going to take this fucking helicopter hostage. Now try some shit. Yeah. Now, bro, bro. Na now go off. See, see, see how well that works out for you. I heroes. imagine. The, I imagine the media is probably going to be like, "Oh, we're willing to fucking throw down and die." Yeah, like the fucking goddamn. news chief chopper's going to go with their final attack, where yeah. they're like, they're <laughs> the final, the final this attack is, this that is no journalist, that no fucking modern journalist is willing to do, actually die no, for the no sake of something good. Exposure to media getting canceled. So this is very off topic, but Steen and I saw this movie starring Tom. Hanks called A Man Called Otto. It's the most high production Hallmark film you will ever fucking see. I highly recommend it while watching it high. Um, That's it's, the it's, one it's, where it's he's, a, a, he's a grumpy old man. He's a it. grumpy old man being yes. endeared by a by a Mexican family or something yes. like that, right? You've described it perfectly. But there is a scene where they're trying to scare away housing developers, like they're the main big bad villain of the series, and mm. you just see like three it's people. A with cell you, it's a series. It's not. It's not serious. But I'm just saying that. You see three people with cell phones pointing as if the phones like radiate some kind of energy that makes corporations weak. I don't know, but it's fucking hilarious the fuck? how they try to cancel it the, and these guys fucking run away. Because, oh no, they've got cell phones. They've got TikTok accounts. These are normal. <laughs> these aren't influencers. These are just normal fucking people with TikTok accounts. That sounds lame. <laughs> Expose the exit. It's lame as fuck. But watching the abductor heads and run away to their cars as if 
as, as, as if social media radiates this like radi this energy that makes bad guys weak. I'm going to laugh my ass off if they attempt this in this series. <laughs> if mm. these news people start pointing a camera and it makes all for one week. Oh no, they're seeing me at my low point. I can't handle the stress. <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, folds like a fucking napkin now. Cause he's a teenager now, and now he's he's awkward. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna see my you're gonna see my pimples. <laughs> oh, that would I'm be. He's he's insecure now. Like that should absolutely be a thing. <laughs> I you know what, I I genu I would genuinely enjoy that direction. I I like that idea. It will never happen. Probably not. I told not, you how I feel. Like, like Ulfer would be better if they really leaned into the comedic nature of him being a troll. Otherwise, a serious troll just does not work. It's cringe. Mm -hmm. But if it was a joke, if they really treat it like a fucking joke, like One Piece would, it would work so well. While we've got a little under five minutes left till we hit the yes. hour, um, I don't know if you want to talk about it. so certain events. Uh, but good, great chapter by the way. Great chapter. Both. Pretty damn good chapters this week. It might not be the triumphant. I'm gonna say it. I feel like that's why one punch uh, chainsaw man annoyed me a little bit last week, knowing that it was going on break for a while, and like I just wasn't for satisfied week. with it was that just chapter. A week off. I pretty sure I'm pretty sure it said 12 days last time I saw it. It, it came out last week. It's coming out next week. It's it, it's been it took a week off, Al, as it does. I could have sworn it said 12 days, so I thought it was gonna it's be coming two out weeks the or something. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, um, so certain events have happened within, like, the voiceover community. I didn't think we'd have to have this, like, conversation again so soon. But people, for the love of God, please do not get involved. Like, okay, actually, it's, it's kind you of see, different. So you, you want to bring up Anthony Damasio? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, yeah well, we'll bring it up a little bit. I don't want to be a tabloid. I no. really don't want to be a tabloid. But, yes, I guess it does bear discussing because we, I'm not sure how you knew him. I did I, know him personally. I, I, I know you did. You you told me you, you uh, he wasn't. Yeah, at and we're not going to talk about no, this. No, stuff. we're not. We're not going to talk about this on a personal level or anything. Yeah, like that. but basically, so basically, right now, Anthony Damasio, someone who I've only worked with once. I've I've talked to the man two times. I worked with him one time. He has mm. a cameo. He does. He has a cameo in My Hero Academia Bridge. Go find him. Let's up our viewership engagement. Go find the episode that Anthony's in. Wow, that will sure will be funny. Um, I've only worked with him once. I've never worked with him again because sometimes when you work someone, it you just can tell it just isn't going to work. And obviously, it didn't fucking work with Anthony. So I'm and now that this has come out, I go glad glad I sensed something was wrong. Mm. Um, but yes, just. There is a lot of sexual allegations going on against Anthony, and they are definitely true. I yeah. can confirm this. Um, you do not speak before the victims do. That's just a courtesy, and now the victims do. And when the victims talk, you fucking stand up for them. And so I fucking agree that he definitely did this shit, and he needs to fucking go away. Because this is, this is a very classic example of no accountability. It's not a cancel mm. culture, it's an accountability culture. And Anthony has proven multiple fucking times that he does not want to be accountable for his fucking actions. So he needs to go. He is a danger. Mm. He's gotta go. And that and that's what happened, because something witty, something witty, he used to work for something witty. So of all the abridged groups, they're the ones that had to put the public statement out. And they go, we thought, they basically like, they used to talk to him, mm. and they stopped talking, and the last time they spoke with him, 
He had claimed to be accountable. He said he was going to therapy. He was mm. working on things. And from my perspective too, we assume this as well because after the nightmare that was his departure from SWWE, which was one of the reasons why I stopped working with him because I knew how bad that went. And I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, it was under the assumption that he moved away. He reset his, he, said he hit the reset, level, reset button on his life, got therapy, got help. Things started working out for him. That's what we could have been assumed. But now we know that is a lie. And right now, I have heard no updates from Crunchyroll because he does a lot for Crunchyroll. And mm. we have heard absolutely nothing. So I think they are really working on their... I don't... I like they're not, they, There's no way they can work with him after this. I'm, I, I actually... Because I mean, look what they did to Vic Mignogna. Mm. Just for being creepy. Just for being creepy, they dumped his ass. Mm -hmm. What Anthony has done here is full fucking proof. We have we have fucking receipts for rent here <laughs> for multiple people. I, this is really bad. Sorry, by the way, we might need to censor that word. What's the timestamp? I'm sorry if I triggered anyone. I'm really sorry if we triggered anyone in the audience. Yeah. But you need to know what a fucking landmine the anime recording industry is. Has always and what, been and it currently still is. Entertainment in general is a very risky business with like. It's it, because and, it, I, I'll, I'll say this because you could we I mentioned this. We to you talked before. about this in private and is yeah yeah this yeah. It's called the race to the bottom. Yeah. It, anime preys upon a very specific uh, um actor. Anime is an incubation cha chamber for very young talent. And it's usually with that it's with that idea that young talent comes to anime, develops, and then moves on. That's the reason why anime is so cheap, but in terms of what they pay their actors. But the promise is now corporations really corporations really take advantage of this to a negative degree. Mm. Where it's not about development anymore, it's about race to the bottom, cheap actors. You're not just getting young talent. You're getting talent that clearly cannot work anywhere else. It's just a matter of not if, when they get found out that this is a terrible person who has nowhere else to fucking go and they're going to take the cheapest rate and the easiest jobs and do a lot of them. Mm. And then when their time, is, their time comes when they have to go, they just go and they get shaved off by Crunchyroll. I do not like this precedent that's being set. This feels like a pre it feels like this is the machine being run right now, and I really I mean, don't. You know, it, like it's it. kind of we, we actually have a there's actually a, I feel like I want to go a bit long with this episode to be honest, only because I know you want we it to be a short one. I know because we, can't, we really should not be talking because this is a very uh, development situation. You're this, right. This you're situation right. is still like like I said, as of Friday, March twenty fourth, Crunchyroll has not said nothing about Anthony. No. And they really got up because he's been in a lot of things. He's associated with a lot of directors. Mm. Those directors need to fucking say something that they haven't yet. I know, gonna, Kyle I know if Kyle Phillips has spoken up. I'm, I, and I, has I wanna, washed his hands. I want to say Kyle's something a good one. On, on the subject, actually. So, people, here is the thing about life. You can make mistakes. You can make up for those mistakes. You don't have to yes. be burnt down for and every again, bad like, thing like that Anthony you do. But, wait, let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me. Finish. He already fired this one off. Yeah, but you can make mistakes. You can 
absolve yourself of those mistakes and move on to things. Here's the thing. When you fuck up as badly as this person consistently has... Yeah, you only get has. so many second chances, folks. You really <laughs> you only do. Get so and, many. and the fact is, Again, accountability you, is important. Personal responsibility for your actions, accountability, and most of all, communication is one of the most key fucking things that you can practice in. You can't go through life thinking that you are fucking perfect or like not to blame for anything. You gotta be a little bit hard on yourself sometimes <laughs> and fucking like acknowledge that you can fuck up and you can affect other people's lives. Anyone can, no matter who you fucking are, okay? You can make mistakes, but you have to fucking own up to them. You, you have, have to, to own, and the Anthony situation, this is a situation, this is a man who's been given a lot of second chances, and yes. he has fucked up every time, and he has never damaged, he has never done anything for it. He no. just walks away and finds the next place to crash and burn. It, As it we are seems learning. to be that way. Because everyone, everyone is filing their receipts right now on Twitter, and we're seeing this, and it's just, it's so unfortunate. Just because, like I said, I know Anthony, I've worked with him before, but I know his crew, his surrounding uh, um, audience more. And to know that I have been lied to, because they have confirmed to me that he was doing better. Mm. And now I know that this is a situation where a lot of people have lied and covered up. And again, well, we, we it, don't know. it's, it's like, very demonstrative it's... of an industry that they will cover up until they can't cover up anymore. And again, this is what this is why we're like pre pre pandemic. We had a lot of plans at Joyride to move down to Dallas and start associating with Crunchyroll and them a lot more. And this is why we really don't do that anymore. Because we're getting we're getting consistently disappointed. We mm. keep we keep going through this cycle. And we're not the only ones. We know a lot of personal friends who have gone down to Dallas, seen have seen what goes down there, this couch culture that I'm not going to name who said that word. Because that's another person that we used to work with personally and then disavowed. But they were correct. Where it's it's getting very skeezy. There 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 is a need of some they need to get a big. What's that? They need to fumigate that office. Is what I'm saying. Crunchyroll <sighs> needs to really speak up very soon. I, as of, I mentioned as of March it to 24th, you. they have not said anything. That office is in need of fumigating right now. Because if if if, if like the fact that now that we know about Anthony, now there's a lot of other people now the, in my head. I have a list of people in my head now that are let's suspects. Let's be honest. Just in the last look since 2019, really, there there have been like numerous I hate people this. who I have hate, been. I don't want to be a tabloid. No. No, I, I don't want to be either, but it's, it's one of those things. I'm not going to name these names, but I'm getting very upset. Yeah, it's... The fact is, people, voiceover is like a very easily accessible industry where, honestly, maybe even just because you have a nice voice, but it, it's sometimes so you can fucking get... It's so but it's so competitive. It is, and, and I again, hate the, again, I, I, that's another like thing. Anthony, I hate the fact that people, again, a lot of the so time... he's so talented, and he was willing to take any rate in any fucking job... And that's the reason they kept, it didn't matter how much of a fucking skeezy was. They would accept that. Things things need to change. There needs to be some kind there, of... Um, like, this right now, the situation's like... That should be a screening, it hits, I guess. It hits so close. So I think this is the first time where this shook a bridging up. Because everyone yeah. in a bridging is like, oh, fuck, I let this guy go. I should have fucking... Like, like everyone right now, this is what's going on in my head, and everyone in a bridging's head's going like, fuck, we should have burnt this guy before he got out the fucking gate. 
Mm. Like we should have we should have stopped. We should have stomped this man out. Everyone is feeling very complicit and innocent and guilty right now. I wouldn't be surprised if many people when Anthony got hit and saw more of a fucking door, to be honest. Because a lot of people do want to get into that industry. Oh yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people, Anthony was a door to, for a lot of people into the industry. That's the problem. That's what I'm talking about, the complicity right now. Mm. And a lot of people went through Anthony, worked with Anthony, because the extent to which Anthony was doing this shit, this was clearly a long, a huge, this was clearly a huge cover up that involved a lot of people because he was doing this shit brazenly mm. and everyone was covering his ass so that they could get it in at Crunchyroll and get some fucking rolls. And it fucking worked. It fucking worked. And he fucked up so many people in the process. Mm. That's the problem right now. This is getting fucking insane and it's making me fucking pissed. I hate this. Oh, it is so upsetting and I hate to end this show on such a fucking sour note. It is. It sucks. But it's, so let's it's... let's recap. Let's go back to what's really fucking positive right now, guys. The indie scene is doing fucking great right now. It is. Because the indies, I'm not saying that this shit doesn't happen there, but I'm saying that right now, as of as of right now at this hour, if we're gonna live in the present right now, the indie scene is all sunshine no and rainbows, and indie we're getting another episode of these backwards app goes, and we're getting the fucking premiere of Lackadaisy Cats this week. All right, all is good in the indie scene. I'm all right, we're, we're, well. we're, we're where we want to be right now, where we're not couch culturing, we're making what we love, and we're bringing the people we love along with us, and we're not doing these terrible things, and we're not, especially not enabling these ter terrible things. I'm going to say as well, people, like, uh, honestly, independency might be the indie way to go. Indie scene is you, thriving you, right now. If you are creative and you are genuinely dedicated to something that you all that you love, independent like shit like kickstarter and stuff is so accessible if you are genuinely passionate and want to do something with an idea you have it is probably the best way to go honestly if you have the fucking stones to and you want to give it a fucking go and like yeah go like right like right now something. in the present um young voice actors who ask me fucking questions i actually i actually cannot recommend anime right now I with I could not with my heart. There was a pretty important like little uh uh bit written recently. I can't remember her name, but uh, I know Freddie was talking about her and everything. Me and Freddie had a brief conversation yes, about it. Yes, Anthony um, recommended an article that was fucking great. So uh, Freddie yeah. Freddie did not Anthony. Freddie yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. Um, it was a little article written by uh a voice actress who works uh, remotely talking about basically the hit that remote I'm voice look acting her up real quick. She has taken. Shout out. She's yeah, great. she she really does. Uh, uh, a very Sarah, nice Sarah, article. Sarah Sikora. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Uh, so Sarah, how how did you say that last name? Uh, Sikora. Uh, Sikora. Okay. I, that's yeah. just my accent. Um, she's in Genshin Impact. Fall. She does a lot of video games. She's she she's around. She does a great job. She's a great resource for the industry. Like honestly, you should follow her on Twitter. It's Sarah Sakura Vo. She's yeah. very very kind. This is one of the good ones, everyone. It's a really this is this is a nice bit. This is a nice bit. Uh, she has been talking about or made an article about uh the hit that remote voice acting has frankly taken. In yeah, very like, like, large there was, like, part. This, there was like this big boon during the pandemic, and we all thought, we all thought, oh my god, here we go. 
Yeah. This is and, 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 and the, the, the remote the remote scene that, that literally minor me boom, literally me. <laughs> it was you guys like you and Cody. Yeah, a we lot of great we fucking, people spawned we, from this boom. We fucking stoned up. We like gathered our money. We worked fucking hard, and we invested in ourselves for a booth of some kind, a, a professional and remote, and level the, booth the, the, the right for remote, remote voice acting, software, and everything. Yeah, hardware, and everything. you guys killed it. Yeah, and a lot of people did a really good job and great a things. Lot of my I, new favorite voice actors came from this small era. I got to be in Tribe Nine and everything, and I got to do a lot of small bits in other anime. That is, is to this day, I am un unbelievably grateful for that opportunity. And then Crunchyroll, you kind of fucking like fucked a lot of people in that regard, and that is kind of what this article. If I uh, can, we link this article in the description, actually. I, like, I, I, will, I, will, I, I will put a link in it in the comments. Of the yeah, video, yeah. But in, 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 the in, in, in the YouTube version. I'll put it in the video description as well. It is yes. a really nice little article about it because, frankly, the hit that, like, uh, remote voice acting took for a lot of people like myself. Did we ever mention on the show one of the I, biggest reasons why remote coding, recording went away? Uh, I don't think we did. I don't yeah, think we did. I mean, the did. fact that we're talking shit about the anime industry right now, as it deserves to be talked about. So, like, now, normally... I, I wouldn't say it's talking... I think it is pretty uh, reasonable uh, We're admonishing it right now. Yeah. Is what we're doing. Like, this is all pretty reasonable We are wagging criticism. our finger and giving the stern talking that it needs right now. So, let's talk about, briefly, before we go... Again, this episode's going way too long. Yeah, this a little bit more This is the last thing we can say. One of the reasons why... This is so the guys. So Supposedly, I, 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 our audience gather around. Around this is a very hot tip amongst our connections in the in the VO scene and my connections at Crunchyroll. Want to know one of the reasons why um, remote recording isn't allowed anymore at Crunchyroll? And it's not for the reasons you think. It's not because oh, you know, in person recording is very important. Um, if for a little reason, yeah, it is kind of the reason. Like they they wanted to open a new office and they and and they have to justify the new studio space. One of the biggest reasons why is because voice actors, especially the more um, established ones, were using hotel rooms as the recording space. And they were using this at these hotel rooms as de tax deductions. Basically, they were getting tax deductions to go on vacation and record their lines for anime. Mm. Or, they, or they were being efficient with their time, as is the realistic lifestyle of an anime recorder, and they were doing this while they're at conventions, taking mm -hmm. those deductions. So effectively, effectively making money while you're making money. And because having you, inconsistent... A lot of voice actors make more money on the convention circuit than they do Absolutely. actually recording for their characters. Maybe so one day I were, will get there. So getting paid to go to conventions, getting your hotel room comped, then doing your the, your your remote recording there at the hotel room and getting a tax deduction on it. At that's a hell of a grift. That's a hell of a grift, ladies and gentlemen, and I support it. All right, make your corpos pay. And in inconsistent spaces, which essentially meant supposedly that engineers were working like three times as hard trying to make sure that everything balanced out and sounded right, like and consistent with each other yes and that's the other side of it is the fact that my god studio engineers had their fucking work cut out for them in that era mm. but that being said i would argue that the honest the honest home recorder has a perfectly fine space i know my these, space is pretty a lot of these fuckers, i mean you pre you built your own studio and mm -hmm. it's fucking great i think it stands up to snuff with, with professional standards 
And then you got our guys like Freddie and Mina and Anthony, who uh, not not Anthony Damascio, but Anthony Morales, a dear friend of ours who we work mm. with, who's a great fucking talented voice actor, great resource for editing. He's awesome. Um, he, these guys have they buy fucking studio bricks houses. They insane. Buy in, these insane roller boxes that they take into their homes. And that are that I would argue are far better than the professional booths that I've seen at Crunchyroll. Probably, and other studios I would not recommend. I would not recommend it for those starting out. They are incredibly no, no, no. expensive. Yeah, hey, hey, I should I should say this right now. Get kids listening at home. Do not buy studio bricks. Do you not. buy a studio bricks when that is your fucking job and you're you have a tax a, deduction. Your studio you bricks a, should be a tax deduction, not your entryway into the VO scene. No, you <laughs> no. need to buy foam pads in a closet. That's what you need. Because as, that's just as good as if effective, you do it right. Here's the thing. As effective as it may sound, it, it is not a viable strategy to but try and buy your way into an industry. Do not with, buy your way into this industry. You will get burned. You will. Do not do it. No. Nope. Develop the talent first. Do it because you love it. Yeah, do because it under your fucking as, bed. As, get as, some blankets. Because days like today, this, it, there, it, it's tough to love the industry today. It's yeah, I, very tough to love the industry today. I will say this: I might not but be anyone. But we will love it again soon. People, I may not be heal. a voice actor of like massive notoriety. I'm not a Michael Kovac, great guy, and great guy by the way. But good friend. Like, I, but yeah, good friend. He's a fucking cool guy, and I'm, I'm proud to work alongside him actually. Um, but like, I started out underneath a fucking bed, like with some pretty simple stuff. And although, like I said, I might not be like the most notable guy around, but like I've at least like put myself out there to a degree where I, I am certain. I jammed my microphone into a in a, into a crate full of blankets and <laughs> just yelled into it. Precisely. <laughs> but you, if you, if you just fucking like you know work with what you got and everything, guess what? You too can make a fairly good name for yourself and eventually just save up and like you know do what i did build a fr build something yourself it's far more cost effective like you know like the booth that i have yep. maybe i i maybe sunk uh a, a grand and a half into it but like, you've on made all the resources you have but made i that I, I have made that money back ivan That's, i have made that money again, back because you've made you would you got to the point where that studio design that home studio that you built yourself mm. was a tax deduction because yeah. you you reached that point, you didn't do that initially. You worked your way up to that. Yeah, and I'm I'm ex I, I I gotta say I'm extremely proud of like where I've fucking gotten and everything. And yeah. uh, also, but we you can really, see, we really need to we go really do need to our, stop our it. Our editors are getting this, pissed right this, now. Look, this this was an important talk about. But, but yeah, it, this was a much needed talk. And that's a, and the last thing I want to say is I talked about the race to the bottom. Guess what, guys? Yeah, it's a race to the bottom. But this is tortoise and the hare. And the tortoise is the one who wins and lasts in the end. Who is the tortoise in the anime industry? It's the kind people. It's the people who continue to be a resource. It's the people who continue to be kind and they do not take advantage of their position and they no. don't take advantage of others and they do not enable and make themselves complicit to other people's crimes to maintain themselves. Kind, good, hardworking people who always want to learn and teach will always last in this industry. And that, that is, so that's what you aspire to. And guess what? These people do these things not because, oh, well, that's the right thing to do. And that's how it lasts. They do that because they love voice acting. They do that for the love of voice acting. And that's why they last. And that's why we will last too. Yeah. And that's why we will see you guys again next week, everyone. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. 
Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, Hope D. Cruz, and Greg Hughes. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.